Hello, and welcome to the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast featuring the bull bear banter. We all know that markets often behave in a way that can't easily be explained. The bull bear banter is our best effort to digest the noise of the marketplace. So thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about the markets. Hello, this is Cheyenne. And this is Tom. We'd like to welcome you to a special edition of the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast for Thanksgiving 2019. With the holidays shortening this week, we thought it would be good to talk about our GMAs, introduce all of them, and then ask each of them some of the same basic questions. Who are they and what do they do? What did they do before they came into this role? And what stood out during Harvest 2019? And maybe what are they thankful for this year? You know, Cheyenne, we use that term GMA quite a bit, whether it's during our podcasts or in other use uh, throughout the week. And I've often wondered, do people even know what that acronym stands for? So to begin with, a GMA is a grain marketing advisor. Both West Central and FC had a few people in similar roles prior to the merger. And as the two companies came together, there's been more of a focus on providing more marketing alternatives and more education to farmers on these alternatives. I know that when I try to describe what a GMA is, it's kind of hard sometimes. Usually I just say simply that their job is to help farmers make more money. And now we'll have the GMAs introduce themselves. One note, all of these recordings did not happen at the same time, so there is a little difference in the level of sound that you'll hear. I apologize up front. You may have to adjust your volume occasionally throughout this broadcast. Okay, so I'm here with Janet Smith, and she is one of our longest-standing GMAs here at Landis, and she's been with the company even a little longer than that. So, Janet, I'll let you kind of tell everyone about that. Well, I started at the co-op in 1990, so been with the co-op in the co-op system a long time so started at Boone at sales and service and then have been around the horn and ended up back in grain marketing again. Next up. Stacy Rash. I live over here by Odebolt, Iowa. I cover the SAC, Ida, Crawford, BV, and a little bit into Calhoun County areas. What did you do before you became a GMA? I joined Landis a little over four years ago, going into my fifth harvest with us. Prior to this, I was a large equipment salesman for a John Deere implement that covered a lot of the territory that I'm currently in. And next. My name is Samantha Wingrove. I am originally from Southwest Iowa, the Creston area. I grew up on a cattle farm primarily, a lot of cow-calf pairs. I work for Landis and I have been here for four and a half years now in the grain marketing department. I cover the um, kind of our Western territory, um, Templeton, Hamlin, um, that vicinity of Carroll and Ottoman counties. What did you do before that, Sam? Before I came on to West Central, uh, I've always been in grain marketing. I worked at Bartlett for a year right out of college, and that was my first job. And then um, I got on with West Central. I was an intern for them uh, the summer prior. So I really liked the company, liked working for the cooperative, and came back on as a grain marketer full-time. And our next GMA? My name is Tom Hickey, and I'm the grain marketing advisor in Ida Grove and also in Ralston. I've been in the grain industry for over 20 years. I've been at processing plants, elevators, always in some type of grain procurement or grain buyer role. Next. My name is Jacina Durr. I oversee Northeast Territory in the Bradford, Latimer, Kessley, Dyke, and New Hartford area. Um, I previously spent the last two years managing the Northeast for logistics, and before that I spent about a decade working in the seed industry. Next is Ashley Smaby, and she's gonna tell us about herself. You bet, Tom. So I grew up on our family farm south of Garner, and actually really cool, it's in the area that I cover now. So I'm actually able to cover our Britt, Rake, Thompson locations, as well as Green, Plainfield, Ardale, um, and Bristow. 
graduated from Iowa State in 2017, took a job as a district sales manager before this in some seed sales, and now working with farmers on the grain side of things. My name is Reed Drenth. Um, for those of you who may not have talked to me, I cover the southeast, so the locations I cover is Earlham, Collins, Bondurant, Pleasant Hill, and Altoona. Uh, I'm originally from Decorah, Iowa. It's up in the northeast corner of the state. I grew up on a row crop and cattle operation there, so got a little bit of background. Prior to being a GMA, I just graduated college in uh, the spring of 2019 from Iowa State. I studied ag business there, so this is my first job out of college. I did intern with Landis through my senior year where I did most of my training, so when I was able to start in June, I was able to hit the ground running pretty good. I'm here with Marley Gregg, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and her role here at Landis. Hi, um, I'm Marley. I have been with Landis. Actually, I started with West Central in 2009. I started out as a front counter specialist and did that for about four years in Box Home and then Gowrie. From there, I went on to do compliance and rail billing for about the next six years out of the Ralston location. I've been doing the GMA role now for about a month and a half, and I cover Gowrie, Farnaville, Summers, Rockwell City, and Lake City. I decided to go into the grain marketing advisor role, just kind of looking for something different, um, new challenges, and also being back out in the country. A lot of familiar faces there that I haven't seen in the last six years, so it's been it's been fun being back out there. And now our most recent addition as a GMA. I am Brian Martin. I am a new GMA here in Ames. I cover the Jefferson and Bayard area. I graduated Iowa State in 2017. The last few years I spent in pig production where I was in charge of wean to finish spaces anywhere from Fort Dodge over to Dyke. You know, Tom, as I listen to them talk about their experiences, I can't help but think of the diverse backgrounds all of these people have. Some were farm kids, some were Some are still involved with a farm operation today, and most of them spent a few years or more in other roles. And I think the one thing they share is that desire to help farmers be better at marketing grain. One of the other questions we asked each of them was, when you think back on Harvest 2019, what stands out or what will you remember from that time? Many of them mentioned helping farmers manage their risks. Here are their answers. I think that there is absolutely no two harvests alike. It's Every harvest has its own challenges, and this year with propane shortages, with corn crops not drying down, bean crops not drying down, just it was long and drawn out, and it's still not over with today. In probably another couple weeks, some areas will be winding down, and it might be longer than that in other areas. So it's just a harvest that's been trying on farmers, equipment, elevators, employees. It's just, it's not been like any other harvest I've been through. This harvest was my first in grain. Usually I spent the harvest worrying about getting corn out so I can get the poop out from underneath my pigs. But from this harvest, I can see that it was the propane shortage seemed to kind of wreak havoc on, on deliveries and getting our grain dried. So those are the few things that I remember most about the 2019 harvest. I think a lot of the guys are ready for 2019 to be over, given a lot of the difficulties throughout the year. But you know, 19 kind of reminds me of 2009, which was a special year for me because that was the first year that I had a harvest with a, a baby at home and we we battled the same wet conditions we have this year, just not to the extreme we had. And Stacy, what about yields? 
It kind of depends in this area where you're at. It seems like when you get around this Odebole, Ida Grove area, um, even around our early area, we've had some great yields. Very surprised given the crop conditions that we had. We mudded a lot of crop into the ground. People skipped some fungicide just because of the cost of commodities. So a lot of the guys are just pleasantly surprised with the conditions that we had, it, the yields they've gotten. Now you go further north, north of that Highway 20 area. Farmers, you know, are okay with what they did given the conditions we have had but they're still disappointed in their yields it seems like but it just comes down to when the crop got put in the ground if, if we were able to go and they could go or if they weren't able to I think there's a few things that really stood out to me. The first one I would say is coming and working for Landis, just how impressed I was at the various contract op options that Landis offers. Gives farmers the ability to manage risk, stay in the market, uh, set floors, set ceilings. So a lot of ways that Landis tries to help the farmer manage risk. Another thing that I was really impressed by, operationally, just how well we were able to keep the lines moving and, and keep the farmers uh, moving back and staying in front of the combines this year. Then I would also say that I think, you know, the third thing this year that that really stands out to me just being new just the commitment of landis to being a partner to the producer uh, just to make sure that they understand all their options available you know to help them market their corn in the most profitable and successful way for their business Cheyenne, I think Tom has some really good words there about managing risk and different marketing alternatives. When I was talking to Stacy, she had some words that I'd like to include here as well on that topic. I think a lot of guys really sold the carry this last year and did a lot of forward contracting compared to previous years. We've had some great opportunities to make sales throughout the year. So the guys or the crop that's remaining that wasn't priced, it kind of depends if you're a person who is bullish or if you're bearish or if you're just somewhat neutral. I have guys that have, you know, are bullish and they've gone to the extended price, which makes the most sense with the, the narrow carries and the narrow basis that we're seeing. Going straight to the July and giving themselves opportunity to price, but a lot of my guys who are somewhat bearish, given the, the pricing opportunities, have gone to the min price contract, buying some cheap calls versus the March or the May. Don't recommend going further out than the May. Just buying a lot of cheap calls, putting some price protection underneath them, giving them the opportunity to get some cash and hopefully take advantage of some rallies if they do materialize. And now back to what the GMAs remember about the harvest of 2019. Something for me that I think will stick out is Landis really was able to shine this season in a lot of my locations and help customers out. Especially, you know, I think about Brett. We had so many compliments just about how fast we could dump and receive. So one of the things that will definitely always shine for me. I think this harvest has been really fun uh, in this area in particular because we've seen really, really good yields on corn and beans both, I think, overall. So it's been really fun for me uh, to watch a lot of my producers get in on that fun of, you know, producing a great crop, having more to do with it. You know, the bins at home are full, so um, having a lot of extra stuff come here and playing around with different marketing alternatives and figuring out, you know, what's best for them, teaching them new things. And it's just been really fun sitting down with them and figuring out that, you know, we do have more to market. Um, this is going to be a really interesting year. And uh, I think it's just fun to get those plans together and um, really share that success with them. I would say the biggest thing was actually just getting out there in the countryside again for me. Seeing familiar people, also meeting new ones, and I'm from the area, so a lot of these people are my neighbors or friends, and so it's just been really great on my side to get to do that part of it again. Um, and apart from that, I would say weather-wise, it being about four degrees two weeks ago, so that was pretty brutal in the month of November. 
When I think about this harvest, what I remember being special about it, it was my first full harvest as a full-time employee. I think that's a little special about me. I, what I think is special about it for me was the people I was able to meet and having the feeling like I was helping people, helping growers meet their pricing goals and giving them some alternatives when um, the prices may not have been what they were wanting out of them. Uh, also, you know, I was able to ride in a lot of combines with, with people and have some really good conversations and I enjoyed all of those experiences as well. The greatest thing for me has been able to meet with such a great community of farmers. I really had the amazing opportunity this year in the Bradford area. We did a community harvest um, for a farmer who had passed away. And it was just a really proud and humbling moment to be able to be a part of that and be that close with the community and be able to rally together. And finally, as we head into Thanksgiving, we ask them what they're thankful for this year and or what's next for the GMAs as we wrap up harvest and head into a new year. I just think that I'm thankful for, of course, family and um, the fact that we've had a really good fall overall for everybody. I mean, the livestock guys, the crop guys, it's been slow and it's been, um, you know, really sluggish at times with the weather. But um, overall, I think most people are happy with the success that they've had. Yeah, so I had a really great opportunity um, when I came over to Landis to go from more of a Midwest um, area to just Iowa specific, which was near and dear to my heart to get back to local. And then through the logistics, I had the opportunity to start working with a lot of area farmers, and it was just really great to start working with the farmers directly. And from there, I decided to move over into marketing. I guess with what I'm thankful for this year, it's been a great year so far with Landis, great six months with Landis. And um, yeah, things are things are looking pretty good. Um, starting to work on farmer marketing plans and stuff out of the bin. I think we're going to see some farmers getting concerned right away about some of the stuff they put away, and some of it might have been wetter than they wanted because they also had propane problems. So I think we're going to be seeing some corn move sooner than normal. I guess for me, it's kind of the normal, right? Health, family, um, and things like that. We farm, so we also had a really great, prosperous year. So definitely those things. Probably the biggest thing is that we finally got done combining and it sounds like maybe our family will be able to have our turkey supper inside and not in a tractor or a combine. So always thankful for that, but most of all, just thankful to be able to be around our, our family and it's always hard to get a large family together, but we always make it work at Thanksgiving. So just really thankful to be around them. I think what I'm thankful for is that, you know, to be working for a company that cares about its employees, cares about its farmer members, is involved in its communities, wants to, you know, be a positive asset and to be a partner, you know, with the producers in the area. And that basically we work for kind of a win-win situation, you know, between Landis, you know, and the farmer. Again, you know, we offer a lot of options to try to help the farmer market their grain. And in return, that makes us successful. We offer our specialty contracts, you know, all throughout the year. And some like the average contract do have specific sign-up periods. But, you know, we have a multitude of ways to help farmers manage their risk all year long on their grain. Well, Cheyenne, I think that's pretty much it for our special episode this week. But before we end, let me ask you a question. You've moved from a GMA role into a merchandising role this year. What stood out to you about Harvest? What are you thankful for this year? Well, Tom, it's been interesting to see more of the other side of Harvest Logistics here at Landis. The teamwork and coordination involved to keep our customers moving. Mother Nature tested everyone's patience and perseverance this harvest with everything from rain to snow and freezing temperatures. As you mentioned, I switched roles for this harvest, but I'm thankful for the customers that still call me for marketing advice and take a few minutes to discuss how everything else is going, both in and out of the field. What about you, Tom? I think for me, um, the big thing this year was 
and I, I've said this since spring, I'm really glad we're in Iowa. I usually am glad we're in Iowa, but it really feels like the folks that are in this Landis footprint, by and large, have had a pretty good harvest, have had a pretty good crop growing year. Yes, we've had some issues with some rains and some excessive moisture, but by and large, for the Landis producers, we've had a pretty good year. That was interesting to see. And then just what I'm thankful for, Thanksgiving this year is is Christmas at my house, so I'm going to have all my kids and grandkids over at our house, and uh, we'll have a little fun together. Well, that pretty much does it for our special episode this week. We appreciate you joining us for the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can send us a tweet to at Landis Co-op, or drop an email to podcast at landiscooperative.com. Our tagline, bears make money, bulls make money, and pigs just go to market, continues to make sense. If you have any questions regarding grain marketing decisions, please reach out to your area grain marketing advisor. We want to thank you for listening, and we'll both be back again next week. Happy holidays, and thank you for your business.